0: The following podcast is an Embassy Row production. Welcome back to Side Peace Show. I don't know why I sound so creepy in the opening. <laughs> I apologize. Okay. So you guys, I know I've talked at nauseam about my excitement and how – awesome it was to go on the Wendy Williams show last week. I did not think anything could top it but something did. So I know you guys have heard me talk about Baba who's named for grandma. She's my best friend. She's 96 years old. She lives in Ohio. I talk to her every single day. Every day the nurse that's with her at home FaceTimes me so I can see my Baba. And, you know, we talk about the same stuff every day. How was your breakfast, your lunch, your dinner? And of course, her new words that she loves from the dirty word search magazines and word search books that I send her, she loves to tell me about her new favorite dirty words. But growing up, every time she'd be watching the TV, she would say, Melissa, why aren't you up there? Do you see these people on TV? You're better than that. You should be up there. So I go on Wendy Williams. Afterwards, my Baba's nurse sends me a picture and it is my Baba watching me on TV, her hands up in the air. And the nurse said she was cheering and waving at the TV and clapping her hands saying, that's my Melissa up there. And you guys, I didn't think anything could be cooler than actually being on the show until I saw and heard this because nothing makes me happier and is more important than making my baba and my family proud. So I just wanted to share the little tidbit with you. And now though it is time for side stealers of the week. Beverly Hills, Rob Crystal's husband. Okay. Rob barely takes one foot inside of Kyle's house. By the way, he's meeting Kyle for the first time. He barely gets a hello out, Kyle, and then proceeds to ask, can we please start drinking? (laughs) Not only is that my kind of side baby, but he is a man after my own tipsy intoxicated heart. We have another side stealer from Beverly Hills, Mauricio. You guys know I love Mauricio. I mean, he's the hottest hostess with the mostest. He dresses the part, he gets you drunk, he hangs with the dudes and gets along with the ladies. I freaking love Mauricio. Shaw's. Okay, Paulina, Mike's girlfriend. I cannot understand. What she's doing staying with Mike. She knows all about the cheating and the sexting. She knows it's wrong. The girl is rich and she's hot. She can have anybody else. I just don't get it. Mike and his dirty, dirty duel, some things will never change. And like the wise, wise Rachel Green from Friends once said, wants a cheater? always a cheater well this holds true paulina what are you doing and that wraps up my side stealers of the week but what else is hot and happening in bravo world real housewives of new york I am totally digging Ebony as the new cast member. She's smart. She's educated. She's fun. And she can totally hold her own with these crazy ass ladies. I love this new addition with her. Unfortunately and sadly, I feel horrible for Leah who lost her grandma. As I was just telling you, my grandma is my best friend. So I can't even imagine. But at least by throwing a bouquet of roses in Heather's face, we see she is definitely handling it well. You guys, social media is blowing up. All of the madness unfolding off camera with Erica and her divorce from Tom. And then we have all the below deck sailing yacht baby drama. It is nuts. Okay, so let me rewind. JL goes on to social media. And everybody has something to say about it. So on social media, I guess he was like trying to play the poor victim card. Like, I just want to know if the baby girl is mine and hug her and hold her and love her. Meanwhile, casts from a bunch of other Below Deck, including his own cast, they are going in on JL because supposedly JL had very different things to say offline to Danny about Danny and about this supposed baby if it's his or not. So everybody is annihilating JL on social. all of this cr- crazy madness happening and it's not even a part of the show. and this is why I love Bravo. The drama never ends baby. And that wraps up the hotness happening in Bravo you guys, thank you. I know I say it every single week, but you guys, your support, all the subscribing, you guys listening to my podcast, telling me how much you love it in your reviews, they all make my day. I cannot thank you enough. Your love is overwhelming. And this is why I love even more doing this podcast. Thank you for all you do. And thank you for telling your friends to listen and subscribe to rate and write awesome reviews as you do so we can all celebrate the entertaining and delicious parts of Side Piece Show together. You can find me at Side Piece Show. That's S-I-D-E-P-I-E-C-E-S-H-O-W. You guys, thank you again from the bottom of my heart for all your love, all your support, my guest today. The hottest housewife to make sticking a needle in someone's face so super sexy. The yoga master OG of Dallas. I'm so excited to bring you Carrie Duber. All right, you guys. You cannot think of Real Housewives of Dallas or think of an OG. Without thinking of the hotness, who is the one and only Carrie Duber? (laughs) Carrie Nice to see you guys. Wait till you see Carrie. This is why Carrie is freaking amazing. Because she's sitting here in her office in scrubs and she still looks hot as shit.
1: Oh my god, you're so sweet. Thank you. Because I've been injecting all day and I'm like, you know. After being at work all day, it's not, it's not, you know, housewife looking for sure. I'm not like all dolled up, but last night for you and let it dry overnight. So that's where we're at.
0: Thank you. Well, I pretty, and can, by the way, I see on your scrubs, this says Carrie Duber. Is this? Yes. Yeah. That looks hot. Yeah, your name on your boob, like loud and proud.
1: That's how you know you've made it.
0: You have made it and the blue, the light blue, by the way, speaking of made it, this is why you already made it before your name is on your scrubs, but I was so excited to have you on the show that I wrote you a little poem.
1: That is so sweet.
0: Can I read it for you? Yeah. I mean, hundred okay. percent. Please. Okay. All right. An OG from the Real Housewives of Dallas show. And damn, she is one smoking hot body that we know. A nurse, yoga master, world traveler, Carrie has seen and done it all from dubs' boobs to swimming in very, very cold sea. But being wife to Mark and mom to Zuri is the best thing she could be. Oh, I
1: love that. Yes, girl. That was amazing.
0: I had to talk about your hot body. Dude, your Instagram pics. Holy shit. Oh.
1: I work at it a lot. I, I work really hard. Um, I do a lot of yoga and a lot of, I try to work out a lot. It's really hard now, especially because my injection career has just taken off and I'm just so busy with that, that it's hard to kind of fit it in, you know, but I'm still doing it. And then I am sculpt on the side to make sure, you know, it stays real tight. That's what really helps my stomach. I've never had like one of those stomachs where I'm like, yeah. You know, I was like never a like crop top girl. Right. I started M sculpting and it really has helped my confidence. Really? Yeah. Maybe you have like actual definition versus being kind of like, I don't know.
0: In those pictures, damn. You're in your maybe. bathing suit. Holy shit. I mean, and I
1: don't Photoshop like my body because I think that's
0: BS. <laughs> you look. Know- you look freaking amazed. Uh, balls. Amazing. Amazing. I, really I had to throw it in. I am, I am a straight woman. I'm married to, with two kids, married to a man. And I'm like, damn. Okay. Hello, Thank care. you.
1: I yes. appreciate For my 45th birthday, I wanted like this perfect swimsuit picture. And we were supposed to go to Tahiti, But with COVID and everything, the place didn't open in time. Whatever. So, I mean, Crimea River, right? So, we go to Bahamas. <laughs> But I was like, I want this picture. You know, and so my husband, he's so sweet. He and he's an amazing photographer. He's super talented, of course, right. like that. And we are driving around on a golf cart like mad people, like at sunset, trying to find like the right I was like, ooh, that ladder, that is.
0: Oh my gosh, you're it's so dumb, dark. but I, was,
1: I have to I'm 45. That's like
0: a I think that's a big deal like you need a good picture I don't care for 25 you need yeah. like, my poor husband he'll be like why do you want me to? I always say can you come here he's like why do you want me because you want me to take a picture of you right what am I your personal photographer like this is you know, know. but that's why we just have to have extra sex with them Carrie because- exactly oh
1: yeah he just walked in here too babe I,
0: I hate to tell you I had a femme touch today so you're not going to get sex for
1: 72 hours oh my god. god
0: 72 hours Carrie holy shit your wife mm-hmm. My husband would be like, only? Amazing. I can have sex in three days? Holy shit. He'd be like, what's the the occasion? Are you drunk? Every day, girl. You do not have sex every day.
1: 12 years of marriage. I mean, like, some, I mean, there's occasional days that it doesn't pan
0: out. But most, I, I would say, six days a week. You're joking me. huh? Mark, you're freaking kidding me. Hi, Mark. Dude, you get sex from this chick every day? Why wouldn't I? (laughs) Oh my God, my husband can never hear this, ever. Mark, are you kidding me? Dude, I, by the way, I had to start my show, I am married to a man with two kids, and I'm like, okay, I have to start the show by just praising this ass, literally, like this ass. Holy crap. I get it, I get it, Mark, I get it. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. Okay, he's in such a better mood if you
1: just put out, it's easier. And I mean, like, how long is that really? You know, like 30 minutes of your life, 30? Yeah, damn, dude, you guys. I don't know. I think for women, too, it's like that initial you're like, Ugh. and oh. I think it's just kind of been ingrained in us to be that way, too. And plus, I mean, we're moms, right? And we're doing all the mom work all day. I mean, I work all day, I go home, take care of kid all evening, you know, you're exhausted, but it's better for your relationship, you know?
0: So let me dive in because I could talk about sex all day long. I have to know so many things. I'm dying. So Dallas though, how did you freaking get on this crazy show?
1: I know, right? Actually, it was random. Like I think I was the only one who, you know, I had zero TV experience, zero experience in the entertainment industry and didn't like seek it out. A friend gave my name, And they just called me up one day and were like, hey, do you want to interview it for this? And I was like, well, I don't know. I never thought about doing anything like that. I mean, I work, like, obviously I'm just, you know, regular person working. Like, okay, well, I'll try. I'll do your thing. And then it actually happened. I I didn't really think it would really happen, I think. You know, I was kind of like, oh, yeah, I'll try out for this thing
0: and whatever. Did you know any, so you were with what, Leanne? Tiffany Stephanie mm-hmm. Brandy uh-huh did you the know only, any of them the only person I knew was Leanne yeah Leanne was the only person I knew
1: season one going into the show you'd already known her mm-hmm. and then I helped cast Cameron Westcott and yeah. I knew Deandra
0: previously okay so you go into the show you don't even know if you're like what the hell is this I don't know if I want to do it
1: And that's the thing. I was so, I feel like I was the one who, like, I don't have time to do research for this. I'm like, I'm just going to show up. I literally, the first picture interview that we showed up for, was like for the Dallas Morning News. I had a bilateral free flap that afternoon at Big Baylor. So the patient was, which means it's a breast reconstruction that you do, like Mark and I did together where you need an assistant and big surgery. And we were waiting for the mastectomy to be done by the general surgeon. And so I was like, well, look, I can come there at two o'clock, but I have to be in surgery at three. I show up to the picture thing in my scrubs. <laughs> okay. All these, like not even good scrubs. I think they said Baylor on them. Like they're the ones that you, you take out of the, the hospital. Right. There. Totally. A-
0: after your surgery. Yeah. Totally.
1: Right. Um, so it wasn't even ones I purchased. They're all in these housewife looking outfits. And I was like, well, fuck, I really don't know what I'm doing. I really misjudged this whole deal. And I was like, okay, whatever, just take the picture and interview me because I really got to go. I mean, I literally have on surgical clogs, operating room, like I I might as well have my badge
0: on. And you you took your picture like that.
1: I was in the group photo
0: (laughs) in the center you're the creepy girl. one in the middle. What is it for? Of
1: Dallas, I need to like find it and repost it and just be like, "Yeah, this
0: this is how it started, bitches.
1: This is how it started. Like, this is the amount of research that I did prior oh, to doing."
0: This. My God! So wait, did all the girls like crap when you walk in and they're all dolled up in housewives glam? And you're?
1: Like, I noticed. I was just like, "Fuck it, I'm here." Like, I've got a schedule. I mean, I'm sure they were talking about me. It's probably why I had no
0: friends because I was. Like, hey. Shut up. Okay, so wait a minute. I
1: was lucky. I had like a Lululemon jacket with me, and I put that on over my scrubs. I'm not kidding. I'm gonna find the picture for you in 17. Carrie,
0: you have to find. Yeah. this. This is gold. <laughs> this is
1: mm-hmm. gold.
0: So wait, was Leanne? She was like, "Oh, hey, girl. Even in your scrubs, nice to see you."
1: Yeah, but I'm sure everybody was looking at me like, are you going to change? And I think kind of my attitude toward the whole thing was like, no, this is who I am. And I thought this was a reality TV
0: show. Do you know what I'm saying? Totally. Why are we getting dressed up in ball gowns?
1: Right. And I'm like a normal, I, I, can't, I mean.
0: I'm coming from the OR. Right.
1: Okay. Like, I need to go operate on someone who has cancer so we can take this picture but I got to go. And so that guess like kind of my attitude. And then like, so you can see where season one was a little bit, I was like, oh shit. <laughs> that wasn't really. How was it? They're great. I mean, I'm so glad I did it. Bravo's amazing. I'm glad that I was part of it. It was great for my brand. And I mean, their brand is so strong, but you know, I think I was just a fish out of water. And I, I, I mean, I was definitely myself, but I do think like, In that, I've changed a lot as a person, as we all do, right? And especially, I think those years, you know, are kind of very formative when you're like 30s, 40s transition and you've got kids, career and all that. I think these girls, everybody else probably in their head had like things that they knew they wanted to have happen or this is the direction it was going to go. And I I had none of that planning or thought. I guess, like foresight. I didn't really think anything through. I just kind of showed up. And then I kind of would like clam up at stuff, I think, because I, I felt like I
0: was like a little ill-prepared. Because you weren't like, you weren't like, oh, what's the next move? And you're like, I'm just here. This is me. Yeah.
1: I, I was like, oh, is this a chess game? Because I didn't know. Right. By season three, <laughs> I think
0: I <laughs> out,
1: was a little late three years (laughs) later hey
0: you got it though girl three years later
1: better late than never so I think it was just kind of strategy wise I didn't really realize that there you know maybe you should have some type of strategy and mine was just being myself which I'm glad that's how I did it to be honest because I don't I don't think I would have been happy if
0: I had done that played the game Mm -hmm. so wait how was it then you knew Leanne is it crazy though Mm -hmm. that Leanne, it's crazy to me, at least. I don't know about you, but now that I'm hearing this from you, that Leanne was the one that you actually knew out of all of them. And then you and Leanne go through what you freaking go through. Right. Like the one you started out with kind of knowing. Right.
1: Yeah. And I mean, it's not, we knew each other, but, you know, we weren't in the same circles or friend groups or really anything like that. Like, I think we'd see each other at parties and that kind of thing. It wasn't like we were best friends and we'd
0: call each other and hang out. How was it meeting then the other, ch- like you didn't know Brandy, you know Stephanie, you know Tiffany, how was it meeting them and like starting all this with them? I mean, it was interesting.
1: I mean, you know, we're all friends
0: still and, you know, we're good.
1: I mean, I think it, it interesting meeting different people. I always like meeting people, but I mean, definitely none of us were in the same circles at first. So it was a little odd, I think, you know, it was yeah. kind of like you're, you're out, okay, where do I belong? Because- Leanne had Tiffany, Stephanie had Brandy, and I had me. <laughs>
0: right. <laughs> hey, those are two good me's. Come on, give yourself some credit here. So I feel,
1: like it was, I feel like I was a little at a disadvantage.
0: Did you feel though? I felt like maybe it was just me looking in that you kind of started getting along well with Stephanie and Brandy.
1: Yeah, at first I did, yeah. In these shows, I
0: think it's good to have backup, right? Because you right. always want... Is
1: gonna support you, I guess. And I never had that. Like, no year did I ever go in having a friend that you know was on my kind of
0: team. So, why did you want to keep doing it then, feeling like that?
1: I don't. I'm not a quitter. (laughs) Yeah,
0: no, you are competitive, How?
1: I mean, there were things about the experience I enjoyed, and I mean, if not for nothing, I met all these girls
0: that I probably wouldn't have been
1: friends with or ever had the opportunity to meet, which I think is interesting. And I mean. There are, obviously, there's reasons. I, I mean, I'm still friends with them. You are friends with all of them? Everybody except for Deandra. Oh, you're not. I knew before, but everyone else, yeah. Um, And so, like, I have those relationships. But I just think that, like, if you're coming in with someone else, you know, together, like season one, you know, I think that season would have been valuable to have, have a, a buddy. You know, I think I was good at, hanging out with everybody and making friends and
0: I was probably too nice. Was there like an issue that came up with you and Brandy and Stephanie, like where you guys weren't cool and then you're cool again? That's
1: common with these shows, you know, because it it puts a lot of stress on your friendships. I mean, Stephanie and I were really, really close, good friends. And I think we're kind of like, you know, trying to, at least I, I think we're trying to kind of mend that a little bit now. And, you know, Brandy same thing. We're, we're friends now, but we went through hard, hard times.
0: When you, is that why you wanted to leave?
1: No, I mean,
0: I got fired.
1: So season three, they demoted me to friend of. Right. And it's it's really hard to leave these shows. Like I will tell you, it's, you would think, Oh, we're having a bad time or whatever, because you have good days and bad days. Right. (laughs) It's really hard to like sit there and be like, uh, I just don't want to do it anymore. You know, cause there's fun things that come with it too. So I think, you know, just because it's stressful doesn't mean like my job's stressful. It doesn't mean I quit. Right. I just try to do better, And I feel like it's similar to that. So I got demoted to friend of season four and I did friend of role. And then I just wasn't asked back for season five, which to be honest, It's been a blessing because I'm so busy at work and you can't be when you're filming because you're filming 40 hours a week. I need to be here if I have, you know, an injectable clientele, because if you're not available, then they have to go to someone else. And it goes your business. Uh Uh-huh.
0: Totally. Would you go back to the show if they asked you? Mm -hmm. No. You're you're like,
1: maybe in some kind of capacity where I do like a cameo or like a little thing or something, but no, I wouldn't.
0: I mean, is it crazy for you seeing all this that's going on? Because you started the show, right? And then, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of shit going on, Carrie. I mean, I first of all, you by the way, you went through probably what I, I mean, I've seen it all since you guys started. The whole thing with Leanne and starting that rumor, why do you think you started that rumor and brought it out there?
1: I I don't know. Again, it goes back to, is this just stuff they were writing in their notebooks to bring up to make a thing? A lot of people tend to be a little jealous of me too. I think, you know, I have my shit together. I'm very, very different. And I always was very, very different on that show from everyone else. And I think that was a good thing because I could kind of balance people out a little bit more. And I I was like a, a diffuser. Like, I think I would diffuse situations too much. And that was probably the downfall for me. But also I kind of think, you know, Mark after season two kind of said, you know, you're not really going to see me anymore. So I I think that that was kind of, obviously they want the husbands to be present, but he was pretty pissed,
0: which rightfully so. I mean, I'm surprised he even was like, what do we even want to come at all around? And how did you even like get through? I mean, because we saw obviously talking to Leanne after it all happened, but like, how did you really, You know, as like his wife, and like she puts this out there, and you guys have a daughter. How did you even like mentally get through that shit?
1: It it took a lot. It took time. I think time heals a lot. And I think that just allowing her to apologize and accepting her apology and just being like, you know what, people screw up and that's on you. It's not on me, and you'll get your karma. Like, it's not my job to deliver people's karma, it's the universe's job. And I'm really big on that. And I feel like, you know what? It's better to be the bigger person. It's always better to take the high road, even when it's really, really hard and really, really steep. Most of the time, when it's that steep, it's worth taking. And I feel like that's a good example for my child and a good example just for humanity in general. I, I wouldn't want my kid to be mean back. or You know, I mean, it's right. almost like high school. It's
0: worse. It's worse. that.
1: I don't need negativity or anything in my life, so it's like, why mess with it? Just accept the apology, move forward,
0: know who people are for who they
1: are, and and take it or leave it.
0: Are you guys even friends now, you and Leanne?
1: Yeah, I mean, we talk. I, I was talking to her earlier. You know, we 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 don't hang out all the time or anything, but you know what? I mean, we're we're friends. Like, it's not
0: there's not animosity there. Right. Was this you're like you're saying Carmen all this and like just be good? Was it crazy then you seeing what happened with her and Carrie and then she gets fired from the show? Yes. Just
1: to be honest, I didn't even watch um season four that I was on. I I didn't even watch it. I haven't watched
0: since season three. You don't even watch it at all. So you brought on Cam. Cam and,
1: Car- mm-hmm. and Car- Carrie. And Carrie Burningham fifteen years and Cam for many years before so yeah I brought both of them on and I brought Carrie on and Carrie they fired
0: me and cast her departure yeah so then Mm -hmm. you're you're such good friends with Carrie is she telling Mm -hmm. you that we don't see on the side like Leanne's saying these things to me Leanne's coming at me because obviously you had to deal with it did she ever like talk to you about it
1: not really I I feel like Carrie and I kind of
0: didn't talk
1: as much when she first started filming. I think I was kind of butthurt about it and I think I don't know if people told her not to talk to me as much and like you know it, it's such a game again it's like it's a chess game and you don't know what people are saying in people's ears and then they believe it and sometimes they, they're so good at saying it that you thought it was your idea It it you wouldn't believe like the level of I don't want to say manipulation but just of crazy that gets in your head when you're filming a show like this and so we didn't talk much about it she would she would say oh you know what? I'm this da, da, da. and I'm like well it's not my my deal and to be honest I mean I'm working a lot so I don't really have time to even think like once you're not on the show anymore it's amazing how much you don't really pay attention to it anymore eventually right.
0: The clarity. Did you feel like your life was just like ah, uh, like calmer and like smoother once the show was done, or was there a part of you that was like, I miss it, I would like to be back?
1: Well, I mean, there was a part of me I think that I've never been fired from a job, or, and you know, it's not like they don't say they fired you, they just didn't get asked back. Okay, <laughs> <all right. laughs>
0: it's like it's not you, it's me. <laughs>
1: And so I'm like, okay, well, because I'm such, I'm like a hard worker. I'm so triple A. And I was really upset when they didn't ask me back just because I felt like I'd worked so hard with it and tried to help so many people, like cast members and help the greater good. Like I try to cast the show all the time and try to find good people for them. And I mean, still to this day, you know, so I was kind of like, no good deed goes unpunished. Maybe right. it was my good deed and good karma that I'm not on it right, right now. So you you always think in the moment, I think that's like a good life lesson for, for for me and for people in general is that you know in the moment you may want to continue doing something or you know be upset about it, but then you realize three years down the road, God, that was the best thing that ever happened.
0: Could you imagine right now in the state? Yeah. I mean, you have Carrie DeAndra, you have mm-hmm. Brandy and all the cheating stuff. I feel so bad. Could you Yeah. Yeah. It's cringy. Have you kept up with it? Like i obviously have to hear about some.
1: I mean, I I don't keep up with the show, but I keep up with my friends who are on the show. So like, I guess, you know, I still talk to them and I know what's going on and all the different issues. And I'll give advice. I mean, I definitely am happy to, you know, I give my two cents Again, like once you get caught up in that headspace, it's really hard.
0: Sad. Were you shocked mm-hmm. to hear about Carrie and then getting divorced? No. Oh, I, well, I mean we saw it for I mean, ever since she got on. Yeah. Because I remember it was somewhere, I know it was on the show and I know we're supposed to talk about the show, but I remember reading something where it's like you were talking about before there's cast members, someone's getting divorced and it's not Cam and it's not
1: Carrie. I don't know. They, I feel like stuff like that always gets said in, like, headlines and, like, clickbait. Totally. I don't know if there's any validity to anything that's ever said that has that, those words. That sounds very, like, clickbaity. I don't know. I don't know. I thought that that rumor was, like, years ago, wasn't it?
0: Before Carrie? Yeah. Well, It's just crazy that now that Carrie is, right? Like, it's just, it's, it's. I don't know. I mean, listen, I feel like we all kind of saw it coming, right? But, like, I don't know. And then Deandra, I thought you and Deandra were cool when you guys first started and were, when you guys first met.
1: Yeah, yeah. We've known each other many years and we were cool, but she was horrible to me.
0: Like, truly, downright, just gross. I didn't even know any of this. Yeah, because it didn't air. What happened? Or you not even want to talk about it? I mean, she, there was a, a
1: scene, season four, when I was a friend of and, and to, and to be honest, I was kind of pissed at the whole cast afterwards because nobody really had my back. No one really defended me. And I feel like there was a real shift in power. And again, it goes back to that chess game of Deandra was like, you don't have any power anymore. You're just a friend of, I don't fuck anyone. to have anything to do with you. I don't need you. Like stuff like that. And I'm just like, in what universe are you living in right now? Like, this is my real life. And again, it goes back to like, For me, it wasn't a game. For me, it was real friendships. And so then when when is saying something like that, I'm just like, is anyone hearing like these words and like not thinking, oh my God, what are you doing? After that, I'm like, I I, I can't. I'm out. Yeah, like, yeah, on all levels. It was crazy and just so sad for her. As me just looking at it, yeah, I was like, It wasn't even hurt. I just felt bad for her. Like, it was so embarrassing.
0: So does it make sense now to everybody else maybe why there's beef between her and Leanne nonstop when they were supposed to be such good friends?
1: I have no idea
0: about that whole deal.
1: I think DeAndra is just, I feel badly for her because I think she has a really, really low self-esteem. And that affects the way that she treats other people.
0: Yeah. I mean, when I was watching that reunion, it is just like, I cannot believe everything going on with everyone. It's insane. No, I,
1: yeah.
0: I haven't watched it. I was actually in New York when
1: I happened to be on the same plane with them. So I, and I was going to a conference for uh, injectors. Like it was like the, a small conference for injectors in Connecticut. And I happened to be on the same plane with them. So everybody was like, no. oh, Carrie's Union. <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm going to medical training on injectables, but yes
0: oh my god and that's the that's the plane ride that where Carrie they then tested positive for covid right yeah i
1: was there
0: oh yeah yeah i was, was
1: vaccinated and I, I was fine but
0: and then and you're great friends with cam
1: right so mm-hmm. yeah i'm friends with really everybody with the exception of one i mean they'll all be i think friends for life you know oh, like, i love that together and again i say you know it sucked that season one, I didn't really have a friend, uh, you know, to bounce stuff off of. But, I mean, you know, these girls are my friends. They're,
0: they're you know, they'll always be my friends. What do you think about Cam and Tiffany? Because, obviously, that's another huge thing going on. I mean, I don't even know why it's – I can't even remember why it even started now. There's been so much, like, back and know, forth. I think it's
1: just really unfortunate. And I think that, you know, people needed to keep their mouths shut, and, and they didn't. And my advice is always just in any situation, let it go, move forward. And I don't know what the deal is that it can't be let go. And on what side, you know, I don't have a side. I don't have a horse except for,
0: you know, Cam and I
1: have been friends for much longer. Tiffany, I know somewhat, but I mean, I just think it's a hot mess. I don't
0: even know what the hell is going on anymore. It's like a- I have no idea. See, I mean, aren't you freaking happy you're out of this, this shit show?
1: I know. I, I wouldn't even know. Like, and I mean, I always give Cam advice and like, I'm there for her. And to be honest, I had, had a conversation with both of them just to try and diffuse it a little bit at one point. Because I'm like, look, everybody, let's just take a step back. Let's realize that people can say things or do things they don't mean and blah, blah, blah. Like, let's all treat each other like human beings, blah, blah, blah. But
0: but then you left because you guys were working on Plump It Up, correct? Yeah, I was
1: working on that. I was working on, I'm working on another show But you know, a couple things. But I don't, I'm so busy now with my practice.
0: Tell me um, about it. Tell me about it, Carrie. I don't, I, I don't even
1: know how. I mean, I filmed something the other day that it'll, will be out probably in fall. So that'll be fun. So, I mean, there's things coming.
0: But how's the practice? Like, how's everything going? How is, like, everything with Mark? Obviously, Mark is great. I mean, you you just saw him. I mean, how's everything going? Life after the show. It's amazing.
1: You know, I have good relationships with all the girls, which is pretty much, which is great. And then, you know, I'm just injecting all day, a lot of days a week. (laughs) This week I'm only doing, this week I'm doing four, I think four days. I'm just stacked, like constant, constant, which is great. It's nice that, you know, to use this platform that I was given and worked on and all of that to, for good. Um, I think that, you know, making people feel, helping people feel better about themselves is amazing. And Thanks. yeah. And being somewhere that, you know, that people trust me and trust me with their faces and know that they're going to get the best of the best at lemon is amazing better. And it's nice because the patients that know me from housewives or Instagram or whatever, I mean, they're all like, they seem like they're my kind of people. Do you know what I mean? I think like it's like fun. It's like meeting a bunch of new friends when I'm at work and I love fun things. Literally,
0: we're just going to be like, do people come and be like, Oh my God, it's Carrie. Sometimes.
1: I mean, sometimes people will come in never know the difference, you know? I have, like, a very different, I have a wide range of age and variety of patients, so, and demographics of patients, so, it, and then sometimes they'll be, like, a, a super fan, you know? It, it goes all directions.
0: Is it creepy, or am I, remember, like, creepy? No. <laughs> people crazy. are always
1: nice. Again, I feel like I attract, like, nice, normal
0: people. And everything else, like you guys, you and Mark, you said 12 years. We're married, I think, 11. Well,
1: I think it's going to be 12 years in November.
0: Holy shit, Carrie. That's insane. Okay, speaking of sex and insane, we start talking yeah. about, are you down before you go to t- play a little game? Always. And it has to do with sex. One of right? my favorite topics ever. And yours. Okay, it is called, Let's get carried away. Uh, I, I, I wish I would have made it up. I took it from Sex and the City. I'm stealing I it. Do. I like it. I like it, it. I'm plagiarizing. Okay. So it's this or that. Okay. You have to pick. Which one? Would you rather have on a Duber table sex or grilled cheese? Grilled cheese. See, I knew you were going to. After that video, I knew you were going to choose grilled cheese. As much as you like sex. Having, okay. <laughs> So this or that, morning yoga or mor- morning sex? Both. Both. <laughs> What's <is> your first? Sex. <laughs> or yoga while sex. Nah. Yeah. No. Oh, want it
1: separate.
0: <laughs> separate. Birken bag or the best sex of your life for a week straight?
1: Ooh, back, best sex.
0: Really? And you love your bag. Okay, I have a feeling I kind of know what it would be, but obviously you had your tagline doing the show. What would your tagline now, your Carrie life right now tagline be?
1: I may have been a housewife, but I'm a boss bitch now.
0: <laughs> yeah. That should have been it while you were on. I am a housewife right now, but I'm also a bo- boss bitch. That's right. Just me, like you would have been like this, and then just me right here. Just me.
1: <laughs> so was,
0: me. Yeah, I know it was tough for you, but what was the best part? I think the best part, I really loved going to Copenhagen
1: and seeing my family and then Mark and Zuri coming and surprising me. That was like, that's still I think the best. I mean, and to have that like forever and be able to look at that. It's like home video that, you
0: know, like totally. that that's forever you know. captured. Right for you to remember and see. It's right.
1: Amazing. I mean, I, I, there were a lot of really good things about doing it. I think when you get like in the day-to-day and grinding it out, like that's that was the harder part of just kind of the, uh, you can't get it out of your head. Right. Like on the day-to-day. Right. But other than that, it was a great experience.
0: Is there anything that you would do over from being on a show?
1: I don't know. I think maybe been a little bit, more open and maybe less like if you look at me season one I feel like I was very like you know kind of closed off a little bit I think that I kind of balled up and walled up a little bit other than that not really I feel like I was really true to myself and true to my friends and I feel like I made it through still with my integrity right And, and you know, mutual respect between most of my past mates. So I feel like that's really everything.
0: By the way, that's a huge one in itself. When you see Andy at the end of the reunions, he's like, what's your do-over? What's your, like, the biggest thing that you regret? And, like, the fact that you can sit here and be like, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, except for, like, opening up a little more.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm sure that if I, I thought it through, I mean, there are some things that I said that I probably, you know, wouldn't have said, but
0: nothing... But- horrible by the way I love that you said that your favorite part was going there to Copenhagen because I was like okay I'm putting in the cold cold seas in my poem and I'm like okay I know she's obviously gonna know what I'm talking about but let's just hope she knows what I'm freaking talking about by the way that was one of the best things ever and then Mark getting
1: in and how many times we had to get in that water and shoot that by the way no I think Mark and I like had to run Everybody just got in once, except for Mark and I, who had to get in again after we had gotten in and, like, run to the center together. Like, they were like, no, do one of both of you. And so we had to come all the way across from two different things, because there was, like, the men's and the women's. And it was, I mean, girl, it was so cold.
0: It was freezing.
1: My nipples could have cut glass. Poor Mark. I know. And he doesn't even give a shit. Like, that's the best thing about him. He's like, whatever. (laughs) <laughs> you know, like man is like, I'm going to like make my penis like an innie going into like 40 degree water and he
0: doesn't give a shit. He's like, whatever. You know what? Let me tell you why, Carrie. He you doesn't give a shit. That. You got to respect that. And you know what? He doesn't give a shit because he has you who has sex with him like every single day. By the yeah. end, yeah. that is like nothing else compares yeah. to that. So there yeah. you go. Carrie, you are amazing. You're so busy. I was like, oh my God. When when I got the email that you were going to come on, I was like, holy shit. She's so busy. Like you're a boss bitch. I'm just, thank you so much for coming on. I'm so excited to talk to you. I know everybody knows where you are, but just for anyone that happens to, you know, wake up today, where can they find you? So you can
1: just. Go to Carrie Duber on Instagram, C-A-R-Y-D-E-U-B-E-R. Come see us at Lemon Avenue, Plastic Surgery Laser Center in Dallas. We're in
0: Uptown, which is kind of, you know, yeah. central Dallas. Yeah, you are crushing, Carrie. It's so awesome to see you. It's so nice to meet you. Thank you so much for listening to SidePiece. Make sure to follow on Instagram with the handle at Side Piece Show. That's at S-I-D-E-P-I-E-C-E-S-H-O-W at Sidepiece Show. And don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe.